Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 270, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on December the 28th, 2023. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, we are we are in person. Yeah, we are. We're here. This is weird. Might sound a little different, um, you know, not being recorded over Zoom or whatever. But uh, folks, we're two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. We want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete. Kevin. Last show of 2023. Yes. But before we get into that, how was your Christmas? Nice and quiet, just the way I like it. Yes, mine was too. It was very quiet. Uh, well, Christmas Eve is never quiet. So, you know, Christmas Eve is the big, loud, uh, you know, Italian family party. Uh, and then Christmas morning is very chill. My brothers and, and their um, their lady, my, my brother and his wife and my brother and his girlfriend come over. And, um, you know, we do gifts and stuff like that in the morning. And then the rest of the day is just like kind of nothing. Huh. Okay. Good. Uh, I think I like slept most of the day. All right. So, but you know, it was good. Uh, next year, though, I will be doing a very Florida Christmas. Okay. Because Rachel and I are going to start um, alternating years. So we're going to do Christmas in Florida next year, and then the year after we'll be back up here. So, you know, you know, I really do enjoy the road trip. I get that. I like a road trip. I know that it's weird to say, especially because I'm by myself. But like, I listen to audiobooks. Like, I like I just do. Like, I like listen to a bunch of things that I never get the chance to listen to normally. I think I've decided I'm going to go to Pittsburgh this summer. How weird is that? Why? What's in Pittsburgh? Uh, I really want to see a Pittsburgh Pirates game. Oh, okay. So I think I'm going to make the road trip and drive to Pittsburgh. And well, well, that makes some, that makes some sense. Well, it is our final show of 2023 as we head into 2024, and. Uh, yeah, that means we're going to be talking about all the great stuff that happened this past year, uh, after the news, obviously. But first, want to give a special shout-out to our buddies over on Patreon at patreon.com slash 2minintemouse. Thank you guys so much for supporting us over there. We love having you guys there, and we love creating exclusive content just for you. We have tiers over there ranging from $3 all the way up to $50 a month. And, uh, yeah, by subscribing over there, you get access to a ton of exclusive content, some of which we'll be uh, recording today. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Come on over and check it out. Join us up in 2024. We'd love to have more of you guys over there. Uh, okay, so you ready for the news brought to you by our friends over at Away With Me Travel? Let's do it. Okay, no worldwide news, resort news, or water park news. Other than that, the water parks did another one of those, like, four-day closures. Weather? Yeah, yeah, weather-related. There were storms, and there were... Uh, it was apparently really rainy and cold in Florida since I left. Apparently, I bring the sunshine. Right. Nice. Which is rainy and cold here today. I was so. going to say, yeah, it's not sunny here. Yeah, but. I don't bring it here, but I bring it to Florida. <laughs> uh, okay, so Disney Springs news. The Art of Shaving will be permanently closing over at Disney Springs. Okay. Have you ever gone into the Art of Shaving at Disney Springs? No. I have. I've actually spent way too much money in there. Really? Yeah, I went in there one time like looking for like something because my skin gets really dry underneath my beard. Okay. So I, I bought like... 
I walked out with like one hundred twenty dollars worth of stuff. Wow. I was like, wow, they saw me coming a mile away. Then I went to like Walmart and I found like lower, lower like name brand like versions of the same stuff for like ten bucks. Like, right. You know. Uh, but part of me was always like, man, one day I kind of want to like go have that like hot towel shave. Yeah, I get it. Because like, there's nothing better than like a barber shop shave. I you are seeing the beard. This is going for New Year's. So oh, really? You're yeah. getting rid of it. Wow. My wife is officially done with it. So. Okay, yeah. You know, I showed my parents our uh, our watch along of our of our uh home movie right uh thing and my dad was like, "When's the last time Pete shaved that beard?" And I'm like, "I, I don't when is the last time?" I don't know, but I can tell you that uh I went to a wedding in May, Nolan's wedding. Okay. And I didn't have a crazy beard. So I mean, it wasn't, you know. All right. I guess it just So the art of shaving in the Landing District of Disney Springs will have its final day of operation. On January the 2nd, 2024, before permanently closing, the men's grooming and shaving specialist opened its doors as one of the first tenants of Disney Springs in February of 2015. There's no word yet on what will replace Art of Shaving, but given the high traffic location, the space will likely not sit empty for long. Now, these high-end places like like Art of Shaving or like, you know, like the Michael Kors or I don't even know if they have Michael Kors, but they have like an Uggs uh, outlet and stuff like that. Do people actually spend money in these places, you think? I, how else could they stay there? I, I don't know. Like, it's... I'm always... Like, I never see people, like, walking out of there with bags and stuff like that. And, like, vacate, like maybe it's locals that are shopping there. Like, it's... Like, for a local, it's, like, a high-end shopping mall. It was never that for me. Right. It was... I was never like, oh, gotta buy new jeans. Better go over to Disney Springs. Like... Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It. No. Uh... Okay, moving along. Magic Kingdom news. A new guest walkway has opened over by Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Okay. Well, I love a new walkway. The new walkway alongside the queue for Tiana's Bayou Adventure is now open to guests at Magic Kingdom. Uh, the walkway connects the train station entrance to the restrooms adjacent to the outdoor queue over at Tiana's Bayou. It looks like they've like redone the ground. Like It's really nice. Like Look at this. It's like cobblestones and... I, I was expecting kind of the generic Disney ground that we've been getting the last couple of years. Yeah, but that's that's not the generic Disney ground. Mm, interesting. Uh, the old solid red concrete path has been replaced with pavers and iron fencing. A little bit more of a classy look for uh, the old the old swimming hole splash mountain situation over there. Sounds great. With this new section now open, the other side of the walkway under the train station has been closed off for work to begin. So, I mean, this is coming like a freight train, and no pun intended with the train station, but I mean, like, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, it's it's coming soon. Yeah. Like, you know, I think, what, by the summer, they're saying, or something like that? Anyway, in Epcot news, the scaffolding has been removed in the Canada Pavilion, uh, returning us to the Canadian goodness that is the architecture there. The major exterior refurbishment project at the Hotel du Canada in Epcot's Canada Pavilion, is coming to an end as scaffolding is now in the process of being removed. The Hotel du Canada has been behind refurbishment scrims and scaffolding since July to allow for the thorough exterior refurbishment. Um, Le Cellier, located in the building, has always remained open uh, during the work and will continue to do so. So, you can still go to Le Cellier. That's the important thing. Yeah, yeah, and I have gone to Le Cellier this year. Wonderful. Uh, I have also. Uh, Frozen Ever After is getting a brief refurbishment. 
in early 2024, the popular Ride and World Showcase will be closed on January 24th, with a planned reopening on January 25th. So it's just a one-day closure. Just gotta skim. Just gotta skim it. It's just like a pool. Just gotta skim the surface. Uh, Journey of the speaking of reopening the walkway over by uh, Journey of Water. Remember, we said that that had flooded and was closed. Yep, it has now reopened officially. Okay. So the walkway uh, has reopened after being closed to repair a high-pressure underground leak. That's so crazy. It's pretty crazy. During the two-week repair, crews successfully repaired the leak and replaced the concrete to match the walkway. The same material has been used, and the removed section follows expansion joints, so the repair should be seamless once the new material ages to match the surroundings. Right now, it, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Right. Like, it's, it's a completely different color, so... This is just age. Construction walls had blocked each entrance to the walkway, and a large section of concrete had been removed for the, repa- the repair. Journey of Water inspired by Moana and the Moana meet and greet operated as normal during the work. So, you know, nothing was uh, nothing was stopping those kids from meeting Moana. I like that. It's a nice little meet and greet area they've got up oh, there. Oh, good. Yeah, I like it. It's I mean, it's simple. It's not like overly themed, but, you know, it's right outside Journey of Water. So, um, <laughs> the... Uh, uh, the seagulls and wave effect are back at the seas with Nemo and friends. Remember we talked a couple weeks back about how, like, the seagulls were just gone? Yeah, you thought they were, like, gone forever. I was, I, I thought they were gone forever because it was coinciding with them, like, painting over, like, the seas, like, beige. I know, but they're not gonna, you know. I, yeah, that was, you know. Uh, the wave water splash effect has now returned to the marquee at the seas with Nemo and friends pavilion at Epcot. The effect had been missing for the last few months as work has been underway to repaint the exterior and refresh the Nemo character mural wall. Along with the return of the water effect, the seagulls are also back to working order. So, all is well and back to normal going into 2024 over at the seas. You know, the the manatee, one manatee still has no tail. Right. The, you know, things are back to normal. You know. For better and worse, apparently. Right. Uh, Animal Kingdom, the imagine um, They're using Imagineering tech to care for animals over at Animal Kingdom. I thought this was very interesting. Okay. Walt Disney World Resort has taken a step to it further in enhancing the lives of its animal residents through innovative enrichment activities. Collaborating with the creative team at Walt Disney Imagineering, the animal care experts have introduced cutting-edge techniques that utilize 3D printing, motorized mechanics, and recycled materials to stimulate the animals both mentally and physically. Okay. The the park, home to hundreds of species, has always focused on the health and development of its animals. Now, with the added expertise of Walt Disney Imagineering, the team is pushing the boundaries of traditional animal care. They're creating unique enrichment experiences designed to encourage natural behaviors and provide mental and physical stimulation, ultimately improving the animal's overall well-being. A prime example of this innovation is the cheetah ball, a motorized object that mimics the movement of prey, allowing the cheetahs to engage in natural hunting behaviors. Crafted partly through 3D printing, this enrichment tool is operated remotely by animal keepers, providing an exciting and stimulating experience for the cheetahs. So essentially, they've got like a remote control ball that simulates a scurrying creature that the cheetahs can chase around. And they're going to teach the animals to 3D print things? Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> they've got they've got like the little like Imagineering helmets with their names be, on it. This is actually next level. This yeah. will bring Joe Rody back. Uh, every maybe they're replacing Joe Rody. Maybe it was like, <laughs> why are we paying Joe Rody all this money right. when we can get a baboon to do it for free? <laughs> They've got thumbs, right? You know, get Gino the gorilla in He's here. He's got big earring. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. 
Every species at the park receives tailored activities to meet its unique le- needs. For lions, for example, the team has created ice sculptures shaped like warthogs and coated with mud from warthog habitats to stimulate the lion's natural hunting instincts and sense of smell. This not only encourages natural behavior, but also helps the animals stay cool. So they, they put up an ice warthog I saw the and, picture of and cover it in warthog mud so the lions will, like, destroy it? I don't know. That seems weird to me. Like, why would it be like? Oh man! Like, could you imagine? It's like Ace Ventura in the rhinoceros. <laughs> in, the, in the rhinoceros, it's pretty hot in these rhinos. Oh man! Sustainability is also a key aspect of these initiatives. The team has creatively repurposed recycled items like water bottles, coolers, and old fire hoses into engaging toys and feeders for various animals. Even items from the resorts, such as bed sheets, no longer in use, find a new purpose in providing comfort and playfulness for animals like the western lowland gorillas. Now, I've seen this before. Like, we were walking by, like, the bachelor group in the gorilla habitat one time on that bridge, and I saw, like, a bunch of them had blankies. Really? Like, they had the blankets, and they were, like, hugging them almost. Like, they were, like, holding them. And I'm like, do they have blankies? Like, (laughs) these, like, big, scary gorillas, like, cuddling blankies? And, yeah, sure enough, that's what they do. It's, like, a comfort thing. This holiday season saw another unique enrichment activity where gorillas at the park were given holiday presents filled with their favorite foods, encouraging their natural foraging behaviors. So, they're doing a lot of stuff over there with these animals. I like it. I like it, too. (laughs) Now, what? how much of the, the, the cheetah ball... Or like the wart, the ice warthog, is let's encourage their natural behaviors, as it is to we need to get something, we need to do something to get these cheetahs off their butts and like stop laying in the shade so that guests will see it, them running around. Huh. I don't know if it's that. I, I think I, well, maybe I just hope it's not that. No, I think it's partly that, but I think it, I think it, ser- I think it serves like the two prong, like like use there. You know, like yeah, I know I, what you're I, saying. I think it kind of does both. I don't know. Uh, all right, so in Hollywood Studios news, Rock and Roller Coaster is getting a lengthy refurbishment next year. Okay. So, uh, hold on, I'll open that up. Rock and Roller Coasters at Disney's Hollywood Studios will close for refurbishment in early 2024. The fan-favorite roller coaster will close on January 8th, and a Disney spokesperson to WDW Magic has stated that it will reopen in the summer of 2024. Disney has also confirmed that the closure is a routine refurbishment, so they're not adding the electric mayhem in there. No, that's not happening. That's never happening. No. Unfortunately. Now, do you think if that if that electric mayhem show like took off, they might have considered it? Not even close. I don't think so either. Like the rumor that rumor I was like, that's a ridiculous rumor. I, I there's no way in heck. No validity. No. Uh, the ride has been experiencing extended downtimes in recent years, and a lengthy refurbishment in 2023 was expected to address those issues. However, since the 2023 refurbishment, reliability issues have persisted, and this refurbishment may be another attempt at resolution. So apparently they just didn't fix it with that refurbishment. The possibility of a re-theme of Rock and Roller Coaster lingers, although there are no plans that we are aware of. Speculation has surrounded Aerosmith's involvement with Rock and Roller Coaster for years, and recent accusations against frontman Steven Tyler have intensified rumors of a replacement for the band. Here we go. The Muppets Mayhem creator Jeff York, co-creator, added weight to speculation that a Muppets Mayhem makeover may be coming to Rock and Roller Coaster, posting on Twitter in response to a June 2023 article discussing the rumor... 
Uh, York said, not going to lie, this was absolutely part of our original pitch and is another piece of this dream. I'm sure you pitched it. Sure. Like, Zack Snyder pitched Rebel Moon to Lucasfilm. Right. Doesn't mean they took it. Like, apparently that's horrible, by the way. I hear it. I, hear it's I, I thought hear you were going to watch it. I, I was going to, yeah, I was going to watch it and I haven't yet. I just haven't gotten a chance. Okay. I did see Aquaman, though. Okay. That's a Geek Watchtower conversation. Have you seen Aquaman? I have not. Oh, I can't wait to talk to you about Aquaman. Uh... <laughs> So with the cancellation of Muppets Mayhem, that that rumor is officially put to bed. Now, I mean, I didn't even finish Muppets Mayhem. Yeah, no. I I, I watched a few episodes. I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, it's pretty neat. I just kind of never went back to it. Like I forgot it existed. I forgot it existed until they canceled it. Finally, this week, Little Mermaid: A Musical Adventure is coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. We mentioned last week that they were planning a um a rework of Journey of the Little Mermaid, and here it is. Disney has today announced that The Little Mermaid, a musical adventure, a fully reimagined theatrical production inspired by the Walt Disney Animation Studios classic The Little Mermaid, will debut in the newly refreshed Animation Courtyard Theater in fall 2024 at Hollywood Studios. Disney says that when it opens, the show will feature stunning new set pieces, cutting-edge effects, and a bold new design that captures Ariel's imagination and emotions through her unique view of the world around her. The Little Mermaid a Musical Adventure will include musical numbers inspired by the film, including Part of Your World, Poor Unfortunate Souls, and more. The new show will replace the original Voyage of the Little Mermaid, which debuted on January 7th, 1992, and had its final performance in 2020. It did not reopen from the pandemic shutdown of Walt Disney World. So there you go. Do you think they're going to keep, like, the puppets and stuff? Will you do this attraction? I'll go see it once. Oh, okay, good. I mean, and if it's good, I'll see it more than once. Right. I mean, I have to see it. Right. If only for the show. I mean, I, there are certain things that I do just for the show. Oh, I would hope so. Like, <laughs> I mean, where I'm staying on the way home to Florida is definitely for the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I have subjected myself to, to, to potential horror uh, by booking a hotel stay at South of the Border. So exciting. The, the tourist trap between North Carolina and South Carolina and uh, so we'll be getting there tomorrow evening, and I'll be taking, uh, you know, photos and videos to share, um, you know, probably on our Patreon page. I'll do a whole video and give you a full review of what it's like to stay overnight uh, with, with Pedro over at South of the Border. I can't even imagine. I'm, I'm kind of dreading it. I mean, it was, it was, <laughs> it, it was close enough in price to the normal, like, like Wyndham Super 8s that I stay at typically when I'm on the road. Like, right. typically I don't want to spend more than a hundred bucks on a, on a motel room. Like, I also typically don't want to spend less than like 70 because <laughs> I've made that mistake before. <laughs> There's a safety aspect at play here. Yeah. Like when you walk into the room and you're like, it's not a question of how many, of whether someone's been murdered in this room. Right. It's just how many people have been murdered here. Uh, so, um, but yeah, the, this one actually, uh, made me put down like a $50 deposit. Really? Yeah. I was surprised. Okay. Yeah. Normally they don't do that, but yeah, so we'll be, uh, Taz and I will be, uh, over at South of the border. So, but yeah, I hope they keep the, the one thing I hope they keep is the puppets. I, I hope they keep the Sebastian and if only because I know a bunch of Disney puppeteers and I would love for them to have yeah like work to do. I hope they keep the lasers. Oh man, I hope so too. I mean, I hope there's a new Ursula because that crazy yeah. that Ursula is awful. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what it's like and and you know what it's gonna be. Uh, very very exciting 
to to see a new live show coming to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, a new old live show. A new old live show. Uh, and that's the news this week. Okay, not bad. Not bad. All right, folks, uh, we have a great e-ticket attraction of the week. We are going to be taking a look at the be- the biggest news out of Walt Disney World in 2023 right after this. This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, the year 2023 is coming to an end, and uh, it's been a big year for Disney. We've seen the the end of the uh, the 50 year Walt Disney World celebration and the start of the Disney Company's 100 year celebration. So a lot has gone on in the last year. Uh, so much so that for our final show of the year, we typically like to have a little look back at. The year that was, as we move into the year that will be. So this week, for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete and I are going through the biggest news items of 2023 in Walt Disney World. So, I mean, I really... uh, You know, 2023 was a pretty, like, eventful year. Like, I mean, I guess every year is eventful in some way, but we had a lot of... We had a lot of new openings. We had a lot of announcements. There, I'm not really counting like announcements. Like we're not gonna talk about like the blue sky concepts because I think that's yeah, that that's garbage. That's that's Josh tomorrow singer. I'd be like, wouldn't it be cool if someday, maybe in the right. near future, at some point, we did something like that's we're not we're not talking about that. But I do have a list of things, and we're gonna just kind of go through them one at a time. Some of them we'll talk at length about. Some of them we'll probably just breeze right through. But uh, yeah, let, let, let's start off the. Uh, the first thing, obviously, is Disney 100. Are we doing this in chronological order? No, this is in no particular order. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is in absolutely no particular order. Disney 100, I guess, would be the biggest thing. And the, the finish of the 50-year anniversary uh, situation. I loved the 50th. I, it was so, I did, too. It was so great. I thought they did a tremendous job with it. Um, you know, I'm not wowed by the 100th. No, I'm really... I haven't loved the fact that it's like 50... 50, 50, and then 100. Like, yeah, 100. It's like, I, I think I think people must be confused by it, right? They have to be. They have to be. Um, I thought the, like, everything from the merch to, like, I thought it was all way better for the 50th. Yeah, I liked it's, all the 50th stuff. I, liked, yeah, I even liked the color scheme. Yeah. Better. Yeah, but I mean, the, you know, they're not, they're just not doing a lot for the 100. Like, there's, like, photo ops and, and yeah. merch. But I'm okay with that. Though. Yeah. I didn't need, like, a I mean, castle didn't, makeover. But didn't we do this already? Do you remember, like, 100 Years of Magic? Hun- no, I don't. What was it? Like, um, I guess for Walt, when Walt would have been Oh, when Walt's 100th birthday. Right, so it was, uh, like, 2001. We yeah, had, I guess uh, so. 100 Years of Magic. Oh. Like, my God, we kind of did this all already. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. The, <laughs> I have to say, like, um, my new favorite thing that I've been seeing in the parks lately... Walt Disney cosplayers. Have we talked about this on the show yet? No, but I love it. Yeah, I, I've seen them a couple... Like, I, I was there on Walt's birthday, and there was a Walt Disney cosplayer in the suit with the hat and the suitcase, wearing the coat. He had, like, a stuffed Mickey under his arm, and he had a birthday button on. I love it. And it, it said Walt on it. I love it. They take pictures with Mickey. Like, Mickey and Minnie go nuts when they see him. Like, And, you know, it's... Did he have the mustache? He did. He had the mustache. Had the, I love it. It was so cool. It was, like, I'm dying to, like, go up and talk to one of them one day, but I haven't gotten the nerve to do it yet. But I see it, like, because I've been seeing it on Instagram, like, from Disneyland and stuff like that. But now I've seen, I've seen, like, the same one 
at at Walt Disney World now like three different times. That's awesome. Does, uh, he, does he look like Walt? He does. He looks like Walt. Okay. I was going to say, if I decided to Walt, uh, you know, cosplay, I don't feel like I look like Walt. No, but this guy does. And like when you see him, you instantly get it. That's awesome. Yeah, you instantly get it. He's even got like the little suitcase from yep. like the picture. Like he's doing a very specific Walt. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like, it's, it's just like one of those things that I love. Um, I mean, I'm sure if people start like taking pictures with him, Disney's going to like, but I mean, at the end of the day, how can you stop that from happening? He's just wearing clothes. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's basically a Disney bound at that point. Like, yes, it's a costume, but it's not a costume. You got to tell this guy he can't wear a suit to the parks. Like, you know, you can't. So I'm sure they're like going nuts trying to figure out how to like. You know, because because could you imagine like he gets like, arrested in Disney? Like, oh boy, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> he goes on some kind of like rant that is you know not great for the time. It's like well, Walt Disney, <laughs> Walt Disney goes on rant on Twitter or something like that. Like that's the, oh, uh, uh, but yeah, I love it. I think it's great. I I'm, I'm dying to see him with Morty. Yeah, um, that would be pretty cool. I think, but. Yeah, uh, so Disney 100 currently going on, gonna be going on for a while. So that's that's moving into 2024 as well. So, uh, but one of the big things that happened in uh, 2023 was the opening of Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. Yeah, this is a big one. Yeah. Now, look at the end of the day, this isn't like an e-ticket attraction, right? This is the thing you walk through. It's pretty neat. You could do like a lot of cool watery things. Like you basically become a waterbender. I mean, I love that. Yeah. By the way, did you hear on this Avatar Netflix live action, they just announced that, like, they they got the guy that voiced the Cabbage Merchant to play the Cabbage Merchant? Okay. Yeah. So, I'm all for that. Me too. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, but the Journey of Water, I mean, it's fun to walk through. It's If you got little kids, it's even it's even cooler. Um, it's, it's really cool, like, like, you can, like, god mod in there, like, you know, pretending like you're, like, you know, parting the water and making the, the waves come up. But my, my brother-in-law was like, man, you know, like, there are some places where, like, water is, like, this precious resource that, like, you know, and, and we're just like, I can make the waves jump with my arms. But it's recycled water. It's it not is. Like they it are, is. It's not like, know. yeah. All right. So, oh, but speaking of e-ticket rides, one of the things that happened this year, Tron Light Cycle Run. Opened in, I believe, May or April. Wow. is In the spring it opened up. So, I mean, like, it feels so long ago. It feels like that ride's been there forever. Yeah. But, I mean, and since then, I mean, I've done it twice. It's not really big on, like, my to-do list for uh, for Magic Kingdom. I'm trying to decide if I can do it or not. I also, I feel like it's also so far removed from everything in Magic Kingdom that I often forget it's there. I get that. Like, it's so far back... And it's in a completely new area that, you know, sometimes it's easy to just kind of forget that it exists. But, I mean, it, you know, it's not... I think people were disappointed because it's not on the level of, uh, like, Rise of the Resistance and Guardians. Right. Because it is an older ride. Like, it, it's what Ratatouille was. It's a ride yep. from another park that they repurposed and brought here. And built, you know, pretty much exactly the same. Um, you know, I... <laughs> You're you're seeing the virtual queue. It's not really filling up the way it used to. So we'll see. I mean, I th- do you think when Tiana's opens up that um, they go to standby for Tron, really or do you think they do two virtual queues? It's an, I bet you they go two virtual queues. I don't. They have know yet if... to do that. They have mm-hmm. not done that yet. I bet they will. I don't know. 
Uh, now, Hollywood Studios, they brought um, Rise of the Resistance into Virtual Queue, uh, or they, they brought it out of Virtual Queue. I don't think they replaced it with it. It was when Guardians opened. Right. Because I guess they were, but now you have multiple virtual queues in different parks, so it's going to be interesting. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how, I mean, you know, I kind of just want Tron to have a standby queue at this point. I get it. It just it makes it more accessible. Right. So, uh, okay, uh, the opening of World Celebration, a, mo- a very recent development. Beautiful, beautiful area. A lot of people are, are like, hating on it. I, really? I, yeah, I've seen a lot of online hate about it. Oh, I haven't. They're like, oh, it just looks like a regular park. I'm like, no, it looks like a futuristic, like, yeah. it's got places to sit. Like, I don't know. It, it looks cooler than the old Future World did. The old Future World was dated. It was like Tomorrowland. Yeah. You know, like with those like weird like awnings that they had and the electric, um, you're telling me you missed the electric umbrella? Like, come I on. Do. I mean, I know you do because it was a family thing that you did, but I mean, I only missed that little talking trash can that you like push the thing and it's like, oh, hi. It's just sad sometimes, you know, I don't know if yeah. uh, Connections is, uh, Connections is know. better food, I'll tell you that much. Don't you think so? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Big time. I really like the food. I really got to try connections again. And the, look, I think the thing that's getting a lot of heat from this is kind of the same thing that happened with like, with, with, um, uh, what's the name of the, what do they turn mouse care into? It's not connections. It was it is, creations, um, creation shop. Yeah. Like creation shop and world of Disney. It's just, they're giving this more like streamlined, like not, they're kind of sucking the character out of things. But I think that. World Celebration wasn't like that at all. I think it has a lot of character. I'm excited to see it. I think the, the planters are cool. It's kind of got that Epcot shape. And I don't know. I, I, mouse gear to, to creations? Absolutely. Like, that was an, that was an abomination. Uh, but this, I, I don't, I like this. This is fine. Good. That makes me happy because I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, this, this is definitely fine. Um, oh, so now in, uh, in, I guess, less important news, but important to, to me, important to the show, I guess. Uh, the Muppet Theater has gone through renovations. Yeah. New seats, the leather seats, the, you know, a lot of the effects have been, uh, have done, have been done up. You've got things like, um, the Waldo effect when, when like the big, all the Waldos come out, like they're actually animated now. They're not just like still pictures that are floating around. And not only just enhancing it, I think for us. It's a safety thing. It's we're it, like, oh, good. It this means that it's here. yeah. It means that it's not going yep. away anytime soon. So, good on them for that. Uh, the closing of Splash Mountain. That happened back in the spring. Um, you know, got to do our our, our last splash. Uh, like a couple, maybe like a week before it closed. Um, I even had a shirt for it that just said like the last splash, and it was like okay, it was like Brer Rabbit, Brer Bear, and Brer Fox like waiting to get on the on the log okay. and the cast member saw it and was like oh like they were all like really sad look i'm excited to see what they do with tiana's bayou adventure i'm gonna miss splash mountain i don't care yeah not not even a little bit i mean look the ride was in extreme disrepair when we rode it that last time it more closely resembled lester's possum park from a goofy movie <laughs> right so yeah it was dated it was probably time for it to go um I do love it though. I, I'm gonna miss Zippity Doodah. Eh, I don't. I, I don't know why. I literally don't care at all. Do you think that maybe like Tiana might sing Zippity Doodah in the new in the new like ride? Like, do you think maybe they'll throw it in there somewhere, or even in the queue? Maybe like you'll hear it. 
I would love some kind of nod like that. It's it's really the only thing people would really care about. There'll be some kind of nod to Splash Mountain, obviously. I mean, there has to be. Yeah, but we'll see. I don't think it'll be any of the characters. Though I could see it, like, like maybe, like, one of the Testify chickens. Like, I call them, that's what I call them. Because, like, you know the chickens that, like, have their head thrown back and their yeah. hands out? It looks like they're going, oh, Testify! Like, <laughs> I love that. I've always called them the testified chickens. That's awesome. Uh, all right, so um, yeah, Splash Mountain gone. When was your last splash? Oh, years ago. Oh, really? So yeah. you haven't done it in long. Okay, yeah. so this really doesn't affect. I gotta be honest with you, Log Flume. It's not my jam. I have got so many Splash Mountain photos from the years ago. I could make an entire enormous collage of all my Splash Mountain photos. You should. And and like with different people in my life, like it's definitely like a really cool thing. I, I'm gonna you know. Keep it going with the picture from Tiana's Mayu Adventure. So that's a great uh, poster idea. We make Kevin's yeah, all the Splash Mountain uh, log flume friends. Some of our listeners I've been on Splash Mountain with, and I have Splash Mountain pictures with. See, so um, okay, the arrival at Hollywood Studios of the Mandalorian, Din Djarin, and Grogu. This was a swing and a miss. Still going on. But definitely a swing and a miss. Yeah. Uh, again, it's th- this this concept of a roaming, not just a roaming character, but a roaming extremely popular character. And by that I mean Grogu. Uh, there is it is a it is an utter mess trying to get anywhere near him. Yeah, listen, I'm not really super happy with all that the roaming character idea. It's funny, my daughter really likes Hera. Okay. And, like, really kind of wanted to meet Hera, but it's not really an opportunity there. And she's, you know, Abby, she's shy. She doesn't want to... She's not going to... Yeah, she's, she's not going to fight through that crowd. And... So even at Disneyland, there were, like, big crowds for these roles. Oh, yeah. Things. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't even, like, an option. Like, bums me out. That really does. That, that is a bummer. I don't like that. All right. Uh, also, the uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom turned 25 wow. on Earth Day this year. They had a big celebration for the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom. Uh, you know, good for Animal Kingdom. Yeah. 25 years. I love Animal Kingdom. Actually, going to Animal Kingdom, my first uh, Disney of 2024 is going to be Animal Kingdom. That's interesting. That means I've been going to Disney for 25 years. Oh, so you went... We went right the year when Animal it Kingdom opened. Okay. Oh, so it had that, like, new park smell to it. But they were all new to me, so... Yeah. Um, so, Animal Kingdom, 25 years. Can't wait. We have not gone to Animal Kingdom in a, in a couple months, so I'm excited to go. We're, we're you know, Rach made a reservation for when I get back. So what's the black? What is are. the draw for you to go there? I mean, I just I love the safari is my favorite thing. Yeah, I love the safari. I just I really like like, and I I do the safari enough now where I recognize like certain animals, and it's just nice to check up on them. Will you be doing it at night? No. Okay. No, that's just ridiculous. Uh, the Hatbox Ghost arrived in Walt Disney World in okay. 2023. Now, again, I'm not going to get on my soapbox about this again. <laughs> ah, maybe I am. The Hatbox Ghost does not belong in Walt Disney World. You know, I it doesn't bother me, but I know what you're saying. Nor does a ghost belong... I agree. ...before Madame Leota. My son is 100% with you on this. Okay, he's, good. He's, I'm, like, really bothered by it. It's It bothers the heck out of me. I'm not, not a fan of... Uh, them adding that in but i i get it it's a big merchandise thing but i mean people were already buying the merchandise yeah and but i like that there's certain i don't like when walt disney world and disneyland get the same thing 
Because what's the point of that? Like, why do they both have Galaxy's Edge? Well, Galaxy's Edge you had to do. But you could have done Galaxy... You could have done Batu in one and something else in the other one. Like... <sighs> you might be right about that, but you had to do it in both. I mean, could you imagine if they built Galaxy's Edge only in Disneyland? I Yeah, I'd probably be mad. Right. Um, I would think if they were going to build Galaxy's Edge anywhere, it should be Disney World, but, you know, just saying. Like, we didn't get Cars Land. They didn't get Toy Story Land. Like... Right. There, there's a whole... I just don't like when they get the same thing. It's, I feel like there should be some exclusivity with these things. Some, but I don't think everything has to be exclusive. Uh, here's here's one that we haven't really like discussed very much. The The costume for Disney's PhotoPass photographers has become green. Okay. Like a lime green. Are they easier to spot? They are easier to spot that way. Okay, good. Uh, it doesn't look as like, photographer-y as like, the... The old khaki was, but they are very much easier to spot now. All right. Like they're like beacons. But, you know, I've heard that it's not that easy being green, so they, their jobs have gotten harder, I guess. Because people can see them now. They can't just put their head down and, you know. Right. Hope to not have to take any pictures. Um, Jollywood Nights is a thing that happened in 2023. That's true. We may never see it again. Uh, <laughs> though, you know what? It did. The last few Jollywood Nights did uh, did sell out. I wonder if part of that, though, is the fact that one of the Jollywood Nights was canceled. Um, yeah, it might be. Didn't you say uh, one was definitely canceled? One was canceled, but they didn't, like, rebook those people to a different Jollywood Nights. They just gave them their money back. Well, maybe they then went and booked. If you're you're a local, you probably rebooked a Jollywood Nights. Yeah, they might have. I I think that by the time they had canceled that one, the last Jollywood Nights had already been sold out, but I'm not 100% on that. Okay. Um, so, you know, I mean, we're not going to waste too much time on Jollywood Nights. We talked about it at length just a few episodes ago. Yep. We've talked about it on the patron show. Not much more that can be said about Jollywood Nights. Morty Monster video incoming. I really wanted to put that video out before Christmas, and just, it ended up not happening. Like, I've just been so busy. Um, the, um, the parking trams returned. That's a big one. That's a huge one. Now, returned everywhere. They, they were back in Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom last year. But this year, we got them back everywhere. We got Hollywood Studios and Epcot parking trams again. And man, oh man, is it awesome. Now, let me tell you something. When they when we had no parking trams, it was... it was All I could think about was, man, I really want those parking trams back. Oh, man, I can't believe I got to walk all the way to this car. I can't believe I got to do all this, blah, blah, blah. I want some parking trams back. Since they've come back, there's been plenty of times where we've gone where I've just been like, eh, let's just walk in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and that's how it was before the trams went away. So, you, you know, like, it's if there's a lot of people over by the tram, I'm always like, ah, I'm just, just going to walk. Like, you just like having the option. Yeah. Uh, so, Trails End, one of my favorite restaurants on Disney property at Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, became quick service. Now, I have heard very good things okay. about this Trails End quick service. I'm glad I got to do it prior to. Yes. Now, it was a great... I loved it when it was a buffet. I did it twice after it was a buffet when it was like a family style yep, platter. That's when I did it. Yeah, uh, it was better as a buffet. Okay, they had better stuff. Uh, they had the pulled pork eggs Benedict back then, and that was really good. Um, but I've heard really good things about this quick service, so I'm thinking I might have to do a little uh, two men in the mouse research trip I over like to Fort Wilderness and and check it out. See, see here's the thing: I'm never going there for a quick service. No, uh, I'm not going to. Why, go why would you? Right. I mean. But you know, it's it. I, I used to love a good Trails End breakfast, right? Like before Magic Kingdom Day, we have seen the return in twenty twenty three of Happily Ever After. 
the nighttime fireworks spectacular, uh, which uh, you know took the place of enchantment, which nobody, which nobody liked. Right. Uh, but you know we've seen an enhanced version of Happily Ever After with the uh, projections going down Main Street now. Right. Which is cool. Yeah, I love that. I think that was that was one of the things that Enchantment did that I really enjoyed was that you know they had that. Um, so good on you for giving us that Enchantment. Now go away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think they're gonna like replace Happily Ever After again? Like you think they're cooking up something new, or do you think they're like people like this? Let's just leave it. Part of me hopes they're just leaving it. Yeah. But We've had so much overhaul of these shows. Happily Ever After is so good. Just leave it be. Just let it be for a little bit. Just let it let it breathe. Uh, we also saw the return of Epcot Forever for a little while. Yes. Now, I mean, I've seen Epcot Forever a million times. Right. I, don't, I never needed to see it again, so I didn't go again while it was out. I saw it back when they had the kites. I don't think they were doing the kites this time around. Um, not 100% on that, but... I, I thought I remembered hearing that they weren't doing the kites, but now we have Luminous, the story of us, which I still have not seen. Uh, so I will have to see that. I never saw Harmonious, hmm. but Harmonious did close in 2023. Right. Epcot went through a lot of... Uh, I think it's funny that we had Illuminations for just decades. Decades. And now we've had like three different... Yep. In the period of like two years. Yep. So <laughs> I do have to go see Luminous at some point. So I will, I will definitely do that. Uh, we had a very tumultuous, uh, annual passes went back on sale in 2023. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, but it was a very tumultuous rollout. So they started selling them again and instantly, um, you know, you had like major issues with it. They sold out, they were on sale, they were off sale, they were on sale, they were off sale. It was just a really rough, like 48 hours when they started to sell the APs again. But they've got it under control now. APs are being sold, re are readily available once more. So, good for them. Over at the uh, cruise line, we saw the birth of the Pearl Castaway Club level. Now, the Castaway Club, for those of you that don't know, is uh, as you continue on multiple Disney cruises, you rack up, um, you know, levels of this Castaway Club. And so, the, the, when you get it, the higher level you go, you get better gifts in your room, you get uh, early access to booking, you get earlier crew, you, earlier boarding times. So, Rachel and I are both silver, because she has been on three, and I've been on two. So, okay. at my first cruise, I was nothing. She was silver, and I had nothing. Uh, but this, the, the second one, I was silver as well. What is the highest level you can go? Now, it's Pearl. Pearl. Pearl is 25 cruises. Wow. Yeah. So I believe our friend Rick Reagan might actually be Pearl. If if not, he's pretty close. Uh, Justin Souter, I'm sure, is closing in on Pearl because they were really? already, yeah, they were already like, you know, I think it was Platinum was the was the highest one or Diamond or something. I don't remember what the highest one was, but it's like, I think it's, it's Silver, Gold, Platinum, Pearl. But hmm. uh, yeah, so it's like uh, after five cruises, you're gold. And then I think it's 15 to become platinum. I'm not 100% on that, so don't quote me on that. But I'm sure somebody's screaming at me to correct me. I feel like old school Kevin who hated Universal Studios. Like, man, I can't imagine going on five Disney cruises. I mean, I'm going on my third for the I wedding. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, it's like for me, like who lives in Orlando, it's like this is the Disney trip that I take. I get it. I get that aspect of yeah. it. I just, you know, like, I don't know 
There's zero draw for me to ever do this. Ever. I know. But, yeah, you know, it's so funny when I think about how much I hated Universal, because now I'm like, man, Universal's doing a lot of stuff really really I know. You hate Disneyland, too, for some reason. Yeah. Well, because I'm a very competitive person. Right. Like, I see it as, like, the enemy. But it's no competition. They're all all in one... I guess. Well, Universal's competition. Ish. Within the same game, though, you know? Yeah. Uh, Disney has also announced the uh, launch of the Disney Treasure the new uh, the the new ship in the Triton class, which is going to basically be a sister ship to the Wish. Uh, my next cruise will once again be on the Wish, but after that, we are going to plan a trip on the Treasure. Nice. Got to go to that haunted mansion. Uh, yeah. You know, the main draw for me going on that ship is that the Donald Duck chair from the haunted mansion has been moved to the Treasure. Yeah. And I want to sit in it. Yeah, definitely. I get that. Yeah. I feel like there'll be a line to sit in that chair. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, reservation system had start to, started to lighten up a little bit in 2023. The, uh, you know, love it or hate it, the reservation system, most people hate it. Uh, we started to see being able to go without a reservation after 2 p.m. Yep. To anything but Magic Kingdom on the weekends for annual pass holders. So now we're seeing it lighten even further with good-to-go days that will be debuting in 2024. So I'll let you know how, that, how those go. We've also got the return of Pete's Silly Sideshow. The character meet and greet Magic Kingdom. It was good to see them back. Uh, speaking of meet and greets, we've also got Mirabelle, Figment, and Moana in 2023. Wow. It's a big year for character meet and greets. Yeah, Figment's huge, right? Yeah, oh my god. I mean, the Figment line the first couple days was monumental. Right. Uh, also, in restaurant openings, we had uh, Woody's Roundup Rodeo over at Hollywood Studios. Which, the barbecue restaurant, family style, still have not gone to do it. But it's on the list of things to do. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. You're going to at least go and try it out, right? I don't know. Huh. I don't think it looks great. I mean, it, it might be good. I don't know. I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah. I've heard good things. I haven't heard bad things. Uh, finally, in uh, 2023, we saw the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser crash yeah. and burn. Never to be heard from again. Yep. So, uh, do you regret the fact that you never got to do it? No. <laughs> Me neither. I don't really care. Yeah, I, I do not. Like, would you have regretted not being able to do it if it was original trilogy time period? No. I don't care either way. See, I would have liked to have done it then. Like, if it was Vader, like, if Vader's, like, takes over your ship, and you're, like, on the cruise with, like, Han and Luke and Leia, uh, and 3PO and R. Like, why weren't 3PO and R2 on this? They could have been. I think, yeah, I mean, I think the best thing they could have done was not even put, like, Ray on this. Like, just have it be just in the Star Wars universe. Just make it its own Star Wars yeah. characters. Yeah, I could see that. I could have seen that. I just think it's weird. How many times are you like, well, this isn't going to work? And then, like, legit, right away, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like we're like, they're going to have to close this. And in your head, you're like, they're never going to close this. It's right. Disney. Right. It's No, no, they do close it. Yeah, I mean, this was a big money pit. Yep. Nobody can really afford it. The people that that did it loved it. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. I I think they thought that a lot of a lot of people were gonna were willing to go into debt to do this, or a lot of people were you know and I and I don't celebrate the closing of this. I wish that it had been, you know, better thought out and more affordable. Like only making a hundred rooms, what are you doing? Why didn't you just build a Star Wars hotel? That's all we wanted. Like, we didn't need this cruise ship experience. Yeah. We didn't need all the story. We just wanted, like, a, a cool Star Wars hotel with, like, a cool pool. And, you know, like, that would have been great. 
a new deluxe resort. And the problem is, is the way that the this was designed, because it was designed like a cruise ship. Yeah. It's really not like, oh, just flip it and make it a hotel. You can't. You kind of... Well, and they, they also have to, like, completely demolish it, I think, to get the tax credit for it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that they can't reuse it at all. That's awesome. There's been rumors that they're turning it into some kind of, like, laser tag thing. Ugh. Which, I mean, that would that would be, like, the ultimate, like, ugh. But... All right, and that that's it. That's that's the eating attraction this week. Bit of a shorter show this week. Than yeah. Um, you know, we we've got a lot to do before the end of the year. I'm leaving tomorrow. My dog is sick. Oh. I, was, I was supposed to go see a friend today, and he's yeah. Tazzy's not. Tazzy was like not feeling well this morning, so okay. And I get back to him pretty soon. But uh, all right, anything else you wanted to add this week? No, it's nice doing this in person. Yeah, I know this is like old school. Yeah, we used like to do old this. Yeah, we we used to have like a folding table back in the old shop. Yeah. But there's like no room for a folding table in here. Yeah, no. Uh, all right. Well, then uh, that's gonna do it for two minutes. The masses, sweet folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to our wonderful patrons. We love having you guys over at patreoncom slash mouse where you can get all sorts of exclusive content, like the uh, patron show, like the Geek Watchtower, like Orlando Outside Disney Festival Food Features, uh, you know, watch alongs, like the home videos. Um, and I'm, I'm, I think I haven't figured out how to get um, the the, oh, the episodes. I think I figured it out. Good. So hopefully we will we will be backed with that uh, in the new year. So uh, head over if you love our good friend Peter Mandel, folks. Check him out over at Rogue Comics here at Cranford, New Jersey. I'm sitting here right now in this glorious geek mecca over at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Uh, if you are um, <clears throat> planning a trip anywhere in the world, but specifically those Disney and Universal locations, check out our friends over at Away with Me Travel. Justin and his team have got you covered. Go over to uh, email him Justin at AwayWithMeTravel.com or show at AwayWithMeTravel.com and let them take you away on your next dream vacation. And for me, folks, please check out the Morty Monster YouTube channel at youtube.com slash mortymonster. Uh, my books can be found on Amazon under the name Vincent Valentine. That's V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N. And, uh, yeah, that does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? I guess we'll do it again, but, but so much farther away. Yes. Please, folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives, and we'll see you next year on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us. This has been YDF Media Productions.